Welcome to WTIP's Outdoor News Podcast. I'm Callie Hawkins. I'm Joe Fredericks. Good afternoon. Hello, Callie. It's busy. How are you today? (laughs) (laughs) Busy. (laughs) And good. I mean, it's beautiful. It's August. Busy weekend in town, and it's been a busy weekend this... I mean, the whole month has just been busy in general. Right. Exactly. Kind of feeling that. But in a good way, just it's that last push of summer. So we're getting in a lot of stuff. We're also starting to change some of the topics a little bit that we're starting to report on at the radio station. Today, though, we're going to get back on this boat that you and I were on for the Lake Trout Assessment Survey that we did in July. I got to go back out with some of the researchers for a completely different topic about algae on the bottom of Lake Superior. There were actually some scuba divers on the boat this time, so we're going to hear all about that. They were looking for this type of algae on the bottom of Lake Superior. We're going to hear all about it in today's episode Exciting stuff. It is. It was wild out there. (laughs) And if you'll recall, the day you and I were out on the boat, it was glass calm. Yeah. We were all relaxed. Peaceful. Sun shining. (laughs) We could walk around with the recording equipment to be, oh, I'm going to talk to this Mm -hmm. person now. I'm going to go to the bow. Was it a little different experience your last time out? Completely different. (laughs) It was rolling, rocking to do an interview. I'd have to like grab on to something, kind of latch onto this and then crab walk or slowly walk. Okay. (laughs) Uh, you know, so completely different from a recording technical standpoint as well as just the experience for it's the a little variety the for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the team trying to kind of keep their lunch down as best they could. <laughs> it was all good for me. But uh, yeah. So anyway, we're going to hear all about that in the episode. But Kelly, before we get too far along, I want to talk about some new topics that are reaching the news desk. And that is hunting. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had some some recent news come out regarding deer season and deer obviously license numbers mm-hmm. for uh, 126 for the this permit area up here in Cook County and reduced numbers this year. So we are following up on that and we'll be reaching out to a bunch of, you know, DNR professionals and mm-hmm. in the next coming weeks. Right. Yeah. We'll be sharing that on the podcast and just on the website and on the airwaves as well. And it's also just been really busy in the boundary waters. I know there's been some uh, tickets issued for people not having the right fishing license, right permits for the boundary waters. So things that people definitely need to be aware of when they come to recreate here in the North Shore, the boundary waters, and uh, we do our best to try to spread the word about yep. that. Keep and, people up to date and informed, yeah. Right. Uh, you've got some other interviews uh, that are also on the radio this month now in the first week of August and so forth. So it's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, <laughs> and said. a lot of stuff moving into September for hunting season. We have I'll probably, probably be doing some grouse stuff, some deer hunting stuff, and mm-hmm. a little archery and a little bit of variety of everything. So. Right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's just take a... Let's go look at some rock snot. Let's take, <laughs> all right. Let's take a breather. <laughs> we'll head up back out to Lake Superior. The bottom of Lake Superior is a world most humans never get to explore. It makes sense with Lake Superior being hundreds of feet deep within eyesight of the shoreline near Grand Marais and the cold water that Lake Superior is famous for along the Minnesota coastline. That being the case, a team of researchers with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources are hoping to better understand what's growing on, living on, and using the rocks at the bottom of Lake Superior. I'm Heidi Rantala. I'm a research scientist at the Minnesota DNR in the section of fisheries. Listeners of WTIP may recognize Heidi's voice. She's been featured on several stories in recent years produced at this community radio station, talking about a particular type of algae that lives in Lake Superior, and in more recent years was found in numerous rivers along the North Shore. 
And if Heidi's name isn't familiar, perhaps the type of algae that she studies is. It's called rock snot. So the samples that we took at a two meter and four meter sites, it looked really gooey, uh, like Didymo, and we did find it along the shoreline in Grand Marais last month, actually. Officially called Didymo, was the centerpiece of some recent research the DNR was conducting on Lake Superior. Rantala and several other DNR staffers, fisheries biologists and researchers, and members of the state agency's Aquatic Invasive Species Unit traveled to Grand Marais to collect samples from the bottom of Lake Superior in late July. The purpose of the research expedition onto Lake Superior was to see how much algae is present on suspected lake trout spawning habitat in Lake Superior. Despite their recent survival success story in the Big Lake, much remains unknown when it comes to where lake trout spawn across Lake Superior. Right now we're trying to understand the distribution of didymo in the lake and didymo mats. We know that there are didymo mats along the lake shore in the lake, um, but in fisheries we're concerned that, that those mats overlap with spawning habitat for some of our really important cold water fish, especially lake trout. Mm -hmm. And so if if there is, a, and one of the things about this project is we're, everything we do is new and we're learning new stuff every single time we go out. So we don't even really have a good handle on where lakes trout are spawning in Minnesota waters. Mm. Is this where we're going as a possible spawning reef? It is a potential reef. It's a natural reef in the lake. And when I say natural, I'm comparing it to what we call the Ficker's Reef, the pile of rubble in Duluth that was um, human-made that we know is a, a spawning reef for lake trout. In order to collect samples from the bottom of Lake Superior along a reef not far from where Cut Face Creek flows into the big lake, divers Rich Rizanka and Tim Plude were brought along for the expedition. Both are certified divers and members of the DNR's Aquatic Invasive Species Unit. Not long after leaving the Grand Marais Harbor, the duo dove to depths ranging from 80 feet to less than 10 feet. They carried a mesh bag with small plastic containers resembling beakers to collect algae from the lake bottom. Josh Blankenheim is the Large Lakes biologist for the DNR, who is also the boat driver on this current expedition onto Lake Superior for the research team. It was a windy day on Lake Superior as the team headed out to conduct their research, making things Somewhat complicated, Josh explains. Yeah, I did a story about that. Right, yeah, so it's it's not very wide. So yesterday the challenge in that situation uh, wasn't the rough conditions that we've got right now, but it was just being very precise because it, if we weren't right on the reef, then there's no rock there, and, and for this particular project, there needs to be a firm, hard substrate. So the first two we're fine, we got them right on the reef, big rock down there. Missed it the third time, it was just sand. So they come back up and then reposition and do it again. But today, today the problem is the wind and waves. But that went fairly well regardless. Is this right on the edge of being too, too windy to do this? Um. It's probably getting there. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what the diver's comfort is with, with big waves, but from a, a standpoint of 
boat control and safety, it starts to you know get a, a little bit concerning, but uh, it, it it's still still doable. Scuba diving in Lake Superior is a bucket list item for many who stare out at one of the largest bodies of fresh water on the planet. And for Rosanka and Plude, plunging to the depths of the big lake is along the lines of just another day at the office, albeit a somewhat glorified version of that. I had a chance to talk with Rosanka moments after we returned to the mainland and the boat launch near Artist Point. Today was fun. Yeah. A little rough. Um, the sampling was really good. Uh, everything went according to plan. We had no problems. Um, I can't say that anything looks different than it did last year, but we, uh, we'll find that out once they do the lab work. And uh, it's fun to contribute to this. It's a, it's a neat project, and it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. So. Yeah. What'd you say about that? Felt a little like a washing machine, or you're getting oh, on the shallow stuff. There's a lot of, you know, it doesn't look like it here, but it's it's you know two and three foot seas on top of a six foot deep rock. It's difficult to maintain control there, so yeah. you get bounced around a bit. Lake Superior does what it wants to do, and you have to just obey. Yeah. And you see anything interesting today? Like I picked a lure. I don't know where that ended up, but I found a somebody must have snagged a. A fishing lure at some point and I put it in the bag and I know it came back up but I don't know where it is yeah. that was about the only well everything is interesting but that was the out of the ordinary interesting when it comes to Didymo and Lake Superior there's much to be learned particularly about how it impacts Lake Superior lake trout spawning habitat there's also more to learn about how it impacts the North Shore rivers as it continues to move inland though reports have not been as prevalent in 2022 Rantala said it was back in 2018 when officials from the DNR advised anglers and hikers to be aware that the freshwater algae, known as rock snot, was identified in the Poplar River near Lutzen. More recently, in 2021, rock snot was confirmed for the first time in the Caribou, Devil Track, and Onion Rivers along the North Shore. Researchers from the Science Museum of Minnesota and the DNR continue to ask the public to report any sightings of Didymo on North Shore rivers. While that research continues, Rantala and others are continuing to learn more about Didymo on the bottom of Lake Superior and what that means for lake trout in the Minnesota waters, what many consider to be the greatest of the Great Lakes. Algae kind of grows like a forest, so there's things that are short like shrubs and things that are tall like trees. Um, and I didn't expect there to be that thick growth of the taller algae and largely because Lake Superior is a, a violent place to live, right? There's all this wave action, the rocks tumble, sediment in the water column scours the tops of the rocks. All these things happen. And so I was surprised that that amount of algal growth um, occurred at the, at the bottom of the lake in the shallow waters. Um, and so just every, I feel like every time we go out there, it's like going to the moon. We find new, like everything is a new discovery. It's like going to a new environment. So we're learning a lot with every dive and hopefully we'll be able to piece some of that together and incorporate it into our understanding of lake trout biology in Minnesota waters. Well, there you go, Callie. Everything you ever wanted to know about Didymo, which is more commonly referred to as rocks, not or generally speaking and so forth. I've gotten to work with Heidi Randela now from the DNR and a few stories about this. And she's really informed and curious about what the future is going to be for this. Will it get back in the Devil Track River and the 
the poplar in these North Shore rivers? Is it going to impact Lake Superior lake trout spawning habitat? There's a lot of questions, but she's the person who's engaged with this more than anybody in yeah. the state. So it's great to have her as a resource at yeah, WTIP. Uh, well, I know next week we're going to have, of course, another episode. It's going to be... Something special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> no hints this week. <laughs> yeah, there's so much happening that uh, it's going to be something really fascinating, certainly. So uh, stick around. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast.